the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Friends, David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone or tablet, watching me on my Facebook page, at Anderson Speaks is the Facebook handle there, or you just type in Dr. David Anderson, you'll get to me. Thank you so much for tuning in. And, of course, to all of you who are on WAVA, 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And uh, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll, and you can say it with me if you're not new. We have Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then Open Phone and Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. Today is Theological Thursday, and I want to talk about a subject that I'm not sure if we've talked about much, not only in my show, but have you ever had a conversation about this, and that is the theology of third-party involvement, or the theology of third-party responsibility. We're not talking about politics, okay? We are talking about being a bystander. So if you found yourself in a situation where you were a bystander at a mall or in a park and you see some guy hitting some woman, uh, what do you do? You see a crowd standing around. It's kind of shocking because everybody's like looking like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Do you jump into the middle of that? Uh, what is your responsibility? What is your Christian duty as an innocent bystander? Those thinking about some scriptures and thinking about this topic, we all have times when we might actually be a bystander, even if it's to a, it could be a crime, it could be a lie, it could be a traffic accident uh, that we're not in, but we witnessed. It'd be quite interesting to hear your thoughts on this. Have you ever thought about it? Uh, they say the sociology of groups sometimes people are literally paralyzed and something very uh, inappropriate can be happening right in front of them and they literally won't do a thing but watch. I want to know about you. What do you think our Christian responsibility is as third party uh, innocent people who are bystanders 
in a situation. Give me a call. Let's talk about it. My phone number is 888-432-7434, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's pray together. Lord, as we talk about this subject, we know that uh, an innocent uh, third party uh, literally received the sins of the world uh, on our shoulders. And if he didn't get involved, Lord, we would not be saved. So thank you for getting involved, even though you knew no sin and became sin for us. We pray that you help us understand uh, what our role is whenever that happens. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, if you want to give me a call, my number once again is 888-43-BRIDGE. Other ways to get a hold of me, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com, or you can go check out my newest uh, website, which is embracegracism.com. All right. Today's topic, the theology of third-party responsibility or third-party involvement. What is your Christian duty as an innocent bystander? Well, you know, you've seen this in Scripture in a couple of places, like, for instance, in Luke chapter 10, right around verse uh, 25. I'm sure that you're very familiar with uh, the that story, aren't you, that I'm going to tell. Again, it's Luke chapter 10, uh, right around verse 25. This is the story of the Good Samaritan. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit uh, inherit eternal life? And he goes on to answer that, you know, about the law. And then what Jesus does is he goes into a story and he says, um, you know, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by the other on the other side. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, he passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him, he went to him, bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, took him to an inn, and took care of him. So let me ask you, this guy did not have any responsibility with regard to how the man got into the situation, yet he took responsibility as an innocent bystander because he took pity on him uh, are you like the priest are you like the levite or are you like the samaritan we're going to talk about this even more i want to know what you're thinking about it there's a whole lot of stuff in here that's just one example one story there are others and uh, i tell you it's a tricky sort of thing do you get involved when you see two people in a fight there's also passages in the proverbs that don't get involved in somebody else's stuff so what kind of discernment are we supposed to use we're just getting started here uh, i'm going to run to my commercial break right now as soon as i get back i'm going to start taking your phone calls at 888-432-7434 we're going to our commercial break right now 888 
3-4. When we get back, we're going to go to Western Virginia, talk to Jerry. And I have a couple open lines. If you want one, get in now while you fit in now. 888-43-BRIDGE. What God chilled on the side as the judge watched the son slug it out with the one rejected his love. Like the government with his covenant, they tried to smuggle him. Yo, he still loved the. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday, and we are talking today about the theology of third-party involvement third-party responsibility. What do you think our Christian duty is if we're innocent bystanders? I want to hear from you. Give me a call. My do- my lines are open at 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Jerry. Jerry is in Weston, Virginia. Hi, Jerry. How are you today? I'm well, Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. So you're in West- <laughs> Weston. Me too. 
Yeah. Reston, Reston. Oh, Reston, Virginia. Yeah. yeah. What a beautiful yeah. area. So tell me, what are you thinking about this idea of third-party responsibility? Uh, I get involved a lot, but one that really stands out in my mind is something that happened several months ago when I was getting gas at a gas station, and I saw a woman over at the other pump mm-hmm. starting to, she got her gas and she was trying to get out. Along comes this great big uh, airline van, mm-hmm. and he wedged himself between her and a car on his left, hmm. and he's screaming at her to move. Well, she couldn't move, so he pulled ahead and scraped up her whole car. Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> and so he pulled over, way over on the other side of the, the uh, gas station. I thought he was going to take off, but he didn't. Mm. Um, she said, oh, what do I do? What do I do? And I said, go over and get his license plate, which she did, and he says, he didn't have insurance, and she said, "Well, I need to call the police." Mm. And uh, he left. Oh, he left. Oh, okay. So not only did we get his license plate, I said, "Okay, this is what you need to do: call mm. the police." Right. And I said, "Here's my here's my name. Here's my phone number. If mm. you need." Me. So. Wow. Yeah, she, uh, she took it. And thanked me very much, and oh. I'm sure anyway, the police, the state police, called me a little while ago, and they said, uh, "Did you witness this?" accident and i said yes i did mm. he says okay so a week later the insurance company called me her insurance and they wanted me to confirm right what i had previously told the state police and uh they thanked me and then i got a very nice note from the just a young mother with kids ah and, i'm sure uh, she was she so grateful for getting involved <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure she was so grateful because he did something wrong which would have negatively affected her but because you were Really, a third party doing your Christian duty. You were able to. to I was a third party. Yeah, on. well, that's a. Sometimes that, sometimes that has gotten me in trouble. Too. Well, I can't uh, remember why. But. I well, I'm I'm sh- <laughs> I'm sure it can. But here's the good news: uh, you did it for someone else, and the Lord is going to. I'm sure if He hasn't already I do did. it, do it for you. You know, we we'd all wish that we'd had somebody that would get our back when we need them. So, hey, thanks a lot for sharing your story, uh, Jerry. You're very welcome, Doctor Anderson. Take care. Blessings to you. Uh, let's go to Annapolis, Maryland, and talk to William, who's on the line. Hi, William. Welcome. How you doing? Doing great. Why don't you turn that radio down so I don't hear the echo and tell me what your thought is. Hi, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. What's your comment or question, my friend? Well, um, my comment is that um, as, the, as the first guy came by, you know, we got to realize when we read the Bible, exactly what tribe they come from, because everybody had their traditional thing. But me, myself, mm-hmm. if I can help a third party or whoever, I thank God because I'm a servant for the Lord, Jesus right. Christ, our Savior. So right. it don't make a difference, you know, whether you're third or right, right. party, whatever, because Jesus... He was there for everybody. He took all our sins. Yes, he did. Yes, he did, William. As long as you... I just want to say say thank you for your comment. I appreciate it. Lord bless you, okay? All right, let's go to Belinda in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Belinda. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Wonderful, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine, and I'm glad you called. What do you think about today's topic, an innocent third-party bystander? What's our Christian duty there? 
our Christian duty is to get involved, especially if it's something um, tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an incident that happened to me one before where you know how they do a prayer visual, and I just happened to ride up a street, that particular street, and they were having, they said it was a visual, but the cars, they had blocked off the block so bad that you couldn't get through the people. Mm-hmm. So out there, because and they were out there and had the music going and so on and so forth. So I felt myself in a position where what am I to do because they weren't trying to get out my way. Uh-huh. So what I did was I looked, and as I'm looking at all of these young people all around my car, mm-hmm. I rolled my window down. It just so happened I was listening to a minister. I rolled my window down and said, would y'all like to pray? Mm. Would you like to pray? And I kid you not, Dr. Anderson, they looked at me and they said yes. Because although it may have been a prayer visual for them, nobody was praying. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you, when I when I got out of my car, rolled my windows up and got out of the car, and I stood in the middle, and I kid you not, it was at least 100 people. Wow. We held hands. Mm. And I said, in the name of Jesus. We prayed, and I prayed with you, and, and we, once we prayed, I said, amen, and they say amen, and they repeated me three times, amen, amen. When I got, when I said, okay, now that we finished praying, <laughs> can y'all get out my, get out my let, way? Let me through, please. Uh-huh. You need to pray that the Lord will make a way, and, and so did he make a way for you? Hey! Mm. He made a way, let me tell you. And that was in a, and, and that was in a scary moment to a certain extent. I because know. a lot of times by what we see. Yeah, but well, we as Christians mm. should not be intimidated by that. I guess he was because protecting of who we you. serve. He was protecting you. So. And, yes, he was. And when mm. I, I and I'm so glad that I, I, I wasn't so afraid that yeah. I didn't holler about praying. You could have gone the other direction. You could have gone the other direction. Exactly. And been been mean or been mean, been upset, (laughs) been impatient. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, Miss Belinda, thanks for for sharing that witness, okay? You're quite welcome. Have a great day. Blessings to you. Well, you know, things can turn out in a different way uh, uh, when you, you, I guess, a soft answer turns away wrath, says uh, Proverbs 15.1. And this was a spiritual answer, wasn't it? Should we pray? And and, and God used that. But I can imagine how uh, scary that could have been. And I've sort of been in those situations. I don't know if anybody's ever been in front of your car. You can't get through. You can't run them over. Uh, And at the same time, it could be dangerous. But yet, uh, God's spirit rose up through Miss Belinda. Well, listen, you know, we're talking today about third-party bystanders. Here's another story. So I already gave you one story. That was the Good Samaritan. Here's another story from Luke 22. While he was speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the 12, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords and one of them struck the servant they didn't wait to jesus answered their question did they and one of them struck the servant of the high priest cutting off his ear do you know who that person was here's a bible quiz who was the one that cut off the soldier's ear it's found in another in another passage but this is this is peter (laughs) 
impulsive Peter. So here, here again, they ask the Lord, should we strike with our swords? And Peter steps right up and strikes the guy with the sword, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Peter was a third party. Uh, here these guys are coming to take Jesus. It's crucifixion time. And Peter steps in, even though this really wasn't Peter's business. I mean, he was with, with Jesus, but, you know, they were coming to get Jesus. Peter steps up with his sword, and he wants to defend. So here we have another picture of a bystander, a third party. And today's topic is about the theology of third-party involvement and responsibility. What should you do? What should you not do? We saw with the Good Samaritan that, uh, you know, there was a priest and a Levite. They didn't do anything when they saw the beaten man. Uh, but then the Samaritan crosses over to the street and, and literally is, you know, well, the, the priest and the Levite cross and go to the other side. But the, the Samaritan doesn't. He, he deals with the man who's hurt because he takes pity on him. He could have said, well, listen, I didn't put this man in this position. This is not my responsibility. Surely, why would I spend my money to help this, this man who, who's, who's beaten? But no, the Samaritan, and this is the hero of the story that Jesus is trying to say, even though you had nothing to do with the problem, I put you in this situation so you could be a part of the solution. And so here, the Samaritan now is a part of the solution. He didn't create the problem, but he can help clean it up. And some of us, you know, we think if we didn't create the problem, then we have no responsibility to clean it up. But part of being a Christian is saying, you know what? Everything's a problem in this world. And there's a lot of problems I, I didn't create, but there are a lot of problems I created and got away with. So, Lord, when I have an opportunity to clean something up that's somebody else's mess, knowing how much mess I had out there that uh, I didn't clean up after myself, but somebody else did. They cleaned it up with their forgiveness. They cleaned it up with their mercy. They cleaned it up with their prayers. They cleaned it up with their kindness. You know, they cleaned it up with the justice. Well, listen, if, if your mess got cleaned up, you know, then when somebody else messes, don't try to be, uh, you know, all of a sudden legal and an accountant and all justified. Well, I didn't do it, so therefore it's not my fault. No. How much trash of yours did the Lord clean up for you? So just because that Samaritan uh, saw that beaten man, he didn't have that kind of an attitude to rationalize, well, that's not my problem, therefore, it's not my issue. And I think that that is the problem with a lot of us. I'm putting myself in this thing called Christianity, us evangelical Christians who sometimes have a mentality, if I didn't create the problem, then it's not my responsibility. But remember, God is calling us to situations to be bridge builders, problem solvers, and to even use our money and our resources and our ministries to help other people who are in just bad situations. Well, that is the first half of the show. We're talking about the theology of third-party involvement and responsibility. If you have a question about this, maybe a conflict even in your heart about it, uh, give me a call. The number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. 7434. We're talking about what is our responsibility as a third party. When we're looking into a situation, we had nothing to do with it, but we see it. We witness it. Do we step in or do we not step in? 
I'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Joining me right now, Brian Sheely of Fellowship Home Loans. Brian, spring uh, right around the corner. Where do you see home values going this spring and summer in our area? What does that mean for potential new home buyers? Well, Don, I think, uh, you know, we have interest rates rising, which is never a good thing. We have home prices rising as well for, uh, for, for new homeowners. That means that your buying power, meaning the value of the home that you may be able to afford, you know, is going to be dwindling down a little bit. You know, you're going to afford more home right now than you're going to afford in a couple of months or a couple of weeks. And now's the perfect time to get out there, start looking for that home of your dreams because you want to make sure that it fits your budget. And there's no better time to do it than now be prepared for what the market brings because it's a steady rise, just like those interest rates, steadily rising. So be ahead of the game here. And you can find out more and talk further about it with Brian or Mike at 1-800-804-SAVE. That's 1-800-804-7283. Or visit them on the web at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Hey, my name is Brian. You ever make a change and then wonder, why didn't I do this a long time ago? That's what's happening for thousands of people with regard to their health care They're joining MediShare, and then they're wondering, why didn't I already do this? For most members, it costs less than half what they were paying for their old health plan. There's a huge provider network, too. You can customize your plan, and this is awesome. MediShare members can go online with a doctor 24-7, so if you need a prescription for the flu or something, it's so convenient for you and your family. So, yeah, this is one of those why-did-I-wait-on-this things, and if you don't love your current health plan, you're not stuck with it. You can join MediShare anytime. By the way, to give you an idea, the typical savings for a family, about 500 bucks a month. It just makes so much sense. Check it out. They're super easy to talk to. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. 
He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This coming Sunday, Pastor Mark Batterson from National Community Church is going to close out our Bridgeway Guest Speaker Series this winter. And uh, you don't want to miss it at 8, 10, or 12. He is a prolific author, a great brother in the Lord. He is the author of the book, The Circle Maker. And he's coming with a message called The Power of a Single Prayer. So uh, if you don't have anything else to do, you're not committed anywhere else, or you want to catch him uh, for one of our three services and still make your service somewhere else in the nation's capital. We're in Columbia, Maryland. It's Bridgeway Community Church. You can get more information at bridgeway.cc. That's bridgeway.cc. Three services, 8, 10, and 12. Now, we're talking today on this Theological Thursday about the theology of third-party involvement or responsibility. In case you just joined us, maybe you just get in your car, uh, what is your responsibility as a third party? Well, not politically, but as a bystander. What is one's Christian duty as a bystander? You see a fight break out, or you see an accident on the side of the road, or you um, you know, find yourself in a situation where uh, the problem is not between you and anyone else, but you just happen to be in the proximity of a problem, what is your Christian duty? Uh, I think that with all the evidence from sociological groups, you can have a whole group of people uh, and one incident takes place that's negative, they're paralyzed and they won't do anything. Like they won't protect the girl who's being beaten by a man. Uh, They may say something. Uh, What is your responsibility? Would you say something? Would you scream? Would you call the police? Would you take a picture, uh, turn the video on of your cell phone? I mean, the only way that justice can happen is when there are witnesses, right? And and so God calls us to be witnesses. But it's not always easy because it's inconvenient. Like you weren't expecting this. And now, like, you don't want to get wrapped up in this, but you're there. Remember, uh, God calls us to be a part of solutions, not necessarily uh, because we created them. And so we gave you two stories in the first half of the show Uh, I'm going to give you a third example in a minute, but let me give you my phone number in case you have a question about this or you just want to join the conversation. My number is 888-432-7434. Now, of course, that's what it means to be a Christian, right? A Christ follower is you get in and you help people. So even if you're a nurse, in a sense, you're a third party, right? If you're or a doctor, you're a third party. If you're a missionary, you're a third party. If you're a minister, you're a third party. You're coming into something. It could be somebody's marriage that's in trouble. You're coming in as a third party. 
and you're trying to help. That's why I often push counseling because uh, a counselor is really that third party who can help look into the relationship in a way that neither one of you can see it because they're a third party. Well, God calls us to be third parties in many different situations. Uh, The scripture gives us another uh, idea about this. When two people are in conflict, and let's say you have a problem with somebody who's offended you, you go to them directly and handle it between the two of you. But if they do not repent and they don't change their behavior, then it says get two or three others. All right. Those two or three others would be known as a third party. They may not have anything to do with it. But, um, you know, they love you. Maybe they love the other person. So they're going to help you as a group move from private conversation to private conference. And so in a sense, you are a third party for the sole purpose of being a part of the solution uh, to help move uh, the relationship forward. So there's a third example. Well, what do you think? What is your Christian duty as an innocent bystander? If you were to see something that was inappropriate or wrong, would you do something about it? Or would you just keep on walking because you say, well, it's not my problem? You know, the two examples we gave earlier, you had the Samaritan, the good Samaritan. That was a picture of a third party person, innocent bystander who sees someone else uh, who is beaten up on the side of the road. The two previous examples of people who should have done something, one was a priest, one was a Levite. Neither one of them helped the person. Why not? Because they thought maybe it wasn't their business, because maybe it was inconvenient. Who knows? But Jesus tells the story in Luke chapter 10, and neither one of them are the hero, not the priest, not the Levite. But then you have this Samaritan. Isn't that interesting? The hero of the story was it was non-Jewish, a Gentile, somebody of the mixed race. They were looked at as lower than others. He steps in, has pity on the guy, uses his own money to try to help heal him. This is a picture of what God wants you to do. God wants you and me, by the way, to, to help other people. So when I'm driving, I don't know about you, but when I'm driving in the city, uh, every time I break a dollar, I take the change, and instead of pe- keeping the change in my pocket, I put the change in my ashtray, right? So I try to keep that filled with coins and with dollar bills. So then if I'm in the city and somebody comes up to my car, I immediately roll the window down, and I give them money. It's not a lot, but it's enough to look in, in the eyes and say, Jesus loves you or God bless you. And uh, you always see a smile on their face or a real uh, sense of gratitude because most of the other cars act like they don't even see them. Right. So that's not the right response. You never know whether uh, Jesus is looking at you through the eyes of this homeless person. And so as an innocent bystander, your role when you find yourself in these situations, I'm trying to encourage you and instill courage in you to go ahead and step into that moment. It is not an accident. It is a, a God incident, not a coincident. Step into what God has put you into. Now, listen, I'm coming back, and as soon as I do, I want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about it, maybe you just want to join the conversation, now's the time. I have open lines at 888 432 7434.
When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We are talking today about the theology of third-party involvement and responsibility. What is your Christian duty as an innocent bystander? Hey, the next time this happens to you, I want you to remember this show. I want you to remember that, hey, God could be calling me into this situation for some reason that I do not know but I'm called to build bridges of reconciliation and to be an ambassador from heaven in this situation. So this very well may be my assignment today. So if God gives you the assignment of being a bystander, don't be selfish <laughs> and say, hey, I didn't have anything to do with it. That's, that's your problem. Maybe God is saying, no, I actually, well, yes, it is their problem, but I actually sent you this way so you can help be a part of the solution. What do you think? Give me a call. My phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Manassas, Virginia, and talk to Jim, who's on the line. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm alive and grateful, Dr. David Anderson, and now yourself hey. as well. So Amen. I, so I, got a, I got a comment and a question, but uh, my comment here is, um, uh, you know, obviously we got to ask, God's guidance and prayer, because yeah. it is good. Yes, it is our Christian duty to do that. And but sometimes you got to watch the other parties. I guess to a degree, mm -hmm. they could probably tell you, "Well, don't, 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 don't get in our business. You know, none right. of your business." Right. And so obviously we got to follow God's lead on that one. That's right. And 
and I do. And the other thing was, I do what you do as well. Well, with like you said, the change and yeah. you know the home the homeless. And well, my question for you is: Isn't it also in the Bible as well is that sometimes we have to watch because aren't we supposed to not give them the fish but show them how to fish? Well, that's not a that's not a biblical uh, saying, uh, and it's always great when you can help somebody learn how to do something. But let me tell you where that where that saying messes up. Uh, if I say, "Listen, I want to teach them how to fish," and I drive by them, I'm not teaching them how to fish, and I'm not giving them a fish. <laughs> so I didn't help twice. So if, if I ha- if I have a fish. Or if I have bread and somebody's hungry, I have drink and someone's thirsty, or somebody's cold and they need a jacket, the scripture tells me to give them food, give them water, not give them a business to help them learn how to get their own food and water. Now, am I saying that that's not good? No, it's great when you can take the time to do that, but most people don't do that. It's not like they're saying, guess what? I'm not going to give you bread because I want to teach you how I want to mentor you for the next six months, teach you how to do business so you can get bread for yourself. Now, if Jesus would have said that, I think people would be dying on the street because none of us are going to do that. Somebody will, but most of us won't. But we can at least give them the bread that we have or give them the change we have so they can get their own bread. That's my two cents on it. What do you think, Jim? Well, yeah, I think we. Well, I, I think we should do both. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. if you're going to give them, the, obviously, give them, you know, because you don't know what they're going to do with the money afterwards. So yeah. you just hope they're going to do yeah. right and buy themselves food and stuff like that. You can yeah. You got to leave that to the Lord. Not good for them. I say leave it to the yeah, Lord exactly. because so, uh, you don't want to judge but, what they're going to do with think, it. Leave it to Him. Just give them exactly. the give them the money and let let the let God take it from there. That's kind of how I look at it. Right, and then we can, and then, but at the same time. Also, we should go a little bit further and and try to help them, That's guide them true. to, you know, help to, so they can maybe next time they can do for themselves. And right on. Amen. To, like you said, get the fish. Amen. I'm with, them, so. I'm with you. I'm with work, you 100%. Work in both ways. That's right. You're thank absolutely you, thank right. Thank you for your input, Dr. David. God, thank you. You're the, God bless you're the best. You. Thank you, Jim. And, you know, uh, even if you can build a relationship with the person, if if you're driving the same route and you see the same person roll the window down, and this time when you give them some change, ask them. So, hey, what's your name? My name's Mary. Good to see you, Mary. God bless you. Next time you see her, hey, God bless you, Mary. Here you go. Hey, Mary, what's your favorite favorite, uh, fast food or whatever? You know, you're building that relationship. Then you can share Jesus with Mary uh, because Mary knows that you really care about her. All right, let me go to Brian. He's in Alexandria, Virginia. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Dr. Anderson? Doing great. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Um, I, I want to say that it takes a lot of wisdom and discernment to approach a lot of situations as a third party. Yes. Case in point, like this situation that happened in Brandywine. What happened? You know, it was a, 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 a the off-duty police officer um, responded to a domestic dispute uh-huh. in his neighborhood, and he ended up getting killed. And the guy who he was, oh, the, the guy from the couple that was arguing, he ended up getting killed. By who? Like they killed each other? By the police. By the no, 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 no. The uh, the off-duty officer um, was responded to a domestic dispute in his neighborhood. And the guy so, shot him, and then the other police came and shot the guy that shot him. 
Right. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. This was just yesterday or day before yesterday. Oh, wow. That's terrible. Well, you know, he was off duty, but he was doing his job. I, I wish he would have called some backup. Maybe he did. But you never know with a domestic dis- dispute, you know, uh, that's terrible. I'm so sorry that that happened. But just a normal everyday yeah. person, if you're an innocent bystander, don't you think that, uh, well, let me just change it around, not even to a question. We have to use sound judgment and discernment on how we step into it. I have to agree with you there Absolutely. because otherwise you could get whacked. And like my friend was telling me uh, just earlier today, uh, he saw an older man with a younger woman and he, and the older man was beating the younger woman. And, uh, you know, he immediately said, you know, leave her alone. And the man's like, well, what you going to do? What you going to do? And uh, so they ended up having like a pushing and shoving match. And then the woman ran. You know, and then the old man just yeah. kind of was stunned a little bit, and then my friend left. But it was like one of those situations where, you know, you don't want to be in a fight, you don't want to be in violence, but here you have this young girl being beaten up, and we're not sure if he was a pimp or, or what. But I just wonder if God allows us to be in those situations, not so we run in fear, but so we step into it and right. try to be a help in that situation. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think, like, it, he has to, like, put it on your heart, I believe. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, uh, like, like, sometimes, like, even for me, I heard you when you uh, gave the example of uh, when somebody comes up to your car. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You give them some, uh, some change. Yep, you know I what do. I'm saying? Beautiful gesture. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I know for myself, you know, I want to give it. Right. And sometimes it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this guy trying to run game? Even right, though I know right. that scripture tells us that right. he's supposed to give anyway. Right, right. Well, you know put it I like mean? this. Put it like this. Hafiz is trying to run game. How about you do it you anyway? Say that again. I'm sorry. So half the guy is running, right. running game. I'm at the point in my life yeah. where I'm like, yeah. even when I know you're taking advantage of me, as long as I know it. So a, a guy came right. up to me one day, says, I need $11 to catch the bus. I need $11 to catch the bus. Can you help me out? And he tells me this long story. I said, I said, stop, 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 stop. Uh, first of all, I don't need the whole story. I just need to know, what do you need? Well, I need money right. for the bus. I need money for the bus. I know, seriously, what do you need? Man, I, I just right. need some money. Like, okay, so d- don't give me the story. How much money do you need? Man, I need like $20. I said, well, I'm not going to give you $20, but I'm going to give you 10%. That's $2 of the $20. Right. And just know that this comes from the Lord. He's like, oh, man, thank you, and dude. that was some good wisdom <laughs> at that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you yeah, know half, half, not half of them, but you know a lot of people are running game. But even then, I'm like, okay, Lord, if they're in my life for this moment, how am I going to maximize it? Because this was not an accident. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Let, me, let me ask you this real quick. Real of course, quick, real of quick. course. How about how about when we do things, we're not supposed to tell people that we did things. Right. 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 So how does how do you be a third party in a situation? And you know, naturally, we tell people what we did, right? Even though we're not supposed. To. Right. Well, I mean, it's not. So a, how do we? Well, I got to run to this break, Brian. But let me just say this, and let me try to answer it on the way out. You know, you're not supposed to announce it. You're not supposed to have a big party to show how awesome you are. That's not the point of it. But right. it's not a hard and fast rule like you can't talk about it and it's a secret. So it's really the motive behind why you're sharing it. Hey, let me run to this break. I'll talk well, to you soon, God my brother. Blessings to you.
Parents, you want what's best for your child, and you want your children to love their school, too. If you live or work in the Woodbridge or Dale City area, Evangel Christian School is the place to consider. Every Tuesday and Thursday, come out to Evangel Christian School to see why students love studying and playing at Evangel Christian School. Tour the school between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. to learn about Evangel's affordable, high-quality educational opportunities. If you can't make an open house, give Evangel a call, and their staff will set an appointment for you. To learn more about Evangel Christian School, visit ecsdalecity.org or call 703-670-7127. Families are discovering a better way to vacation on Tripping.com. One search on Tripping.com lets you filter, compare, and sort homes from the world's top vacation rental sites, so you'll always find the best deal. From furnished beach houses to cozy ski lodges, lakefront cabins to luxury condos in major cities, Tripping.com has them all. Vacation rentals offer more, more privacy, more space for everyone under one roof, and more choices with fully stocked kitchens, extra bedrooms, and even hot tubs. All the comforts of home, and then some. Best of all, at Tripping.com, you'll find more savings, with rates up to 80% less than traditional hotel rooms. Planning your family's spring break to Florida? Tripping.com. Can't wait to visit Lake Tahoe this summer? Tripping.com. Dreaming of a cabin in the Smoky Mountains? Tripping.com. This year, get out of the hotel room and into the vacation home of your dreams with Tripping.com slash travel. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash travel. Find your perfect vacation rental on Tripping.com. John Van Pei, pastor and author of the new book, Marathon Faith. Surrendering your life to Jesus is the greatest decision you'll ever make. But that's just the starting line. Many of us begin our spiritual races of following Jesus with unrealistic expectations that hinder us from crossing the finish line. Every faith journey encounters obstacles. Just open the Bible. And my new book, Marathon Faith, Motivation from the Greatest Endurance Runners of the Bible, I write about how men and women of faith overcame obstacles and how you can do the same. Along with scriptural references, I include my own life experiences about endurance running. When things get tough, let God help you endure your race so you too can finish well. Order your copy of author John Van Pay's compelling new book, Marathon Faith, Motivation from the Greatest Endurance Runners of the Bible, at Amazon and at barnesandnoble.com. WAVA presents A Night of Laughter with comedian Jeff Allen, Saturday, April 14th at Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. If a kid maimed himself, we called that childhood. The bike helmet was. Are you kidding me? I grew up in America before the lawyers took it over and ruined it. We're so confident you'll laugh with Jeff Allen. We're offering you a laughter guarantee. If you don't laugh, you'll get your money back. WAVA fan club members, tickets are only $15 each or $10 each for five or more. Get yours today at WAVA.com. Keyword, laugh. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? Dollars or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so much for all of your support in whatever way you do so. Today we have been talking about 
third-party involvement and responsibility. What is our Christian duty when we're put in a situation as innocent bystanders? And so I hope today's show has been helpful just to put something on your radar screen. Because guess what? It's going to happen today. It's going to happen next week. It's going to happen soon. You're going to be in a situation, and you're now going to look at it, I hope, I pray. Hey, maybe this is not an accident. God wants me to be a part of the solution. We see this in the story of the Good Samaritan. We even see this with Peter, who stepped in to defend Jesus and cut the ear off of the soldier. That wasn't the appropriate way to do it. So you got to see kind of two examples, one good example and the other one not so good. We also learned from uh, Matthew 18 that sometimes when you can't, in a private conversation, resolve a conflict, you're allowed to call in a third party to try to help you bring that solution to bear. And then finally, here's an example, and that's Jesus himself. It says in Scripture that our Lord, Jesus Christ, um, is an innocent third party who took on our sin. He knew no sin, became sin for us. So he had nothing to do with our situation, nothing, like he didn't help us sin he didn't uh tempt us to sin but yet as an innocent third party he came in and took on our sin so that uh we could be saved be free from the penalty that comes with the sins we ourselves created so there you have it you have some uh scriptural examples theologically that uh as a believer you know if we want to be like the lord it's not because we didn't cause the problem it's because we're trying to be a part of the solution because god put us there we're not going to have an attitude that says look it's not my problem i i didn't do that so hey you, you know pick up yourself by your own bootstraps and and uh you know i'm not going to enable you well listen there's a difference between helping serving and enabling we're not talking about enabling we're talking about helping we're talking about serving sometimes we're talking about being a witness to something very tragic uh, whether it's a car accident or or uh, whether somebody's beating up someone else and we become truly a witness on a stand. So there you have it. I hope you're a good third party, whoever you are. Remember this Sunday at Bridgeway Community Church, my main man, Mark Batterson, pat pastor of National Community Church, is going to be preaching at Bridgeway Community Church at all three services this Sunday. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, my brother February 20. Uh, whatever the Sunday is. I don't even know what the date is for this Sunday, but make sure uh, you show up 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, or noon. Uh, the prolific author of uh, many books, including The Circle Maker. All right, let me say a prayer and send you out. Lord Jesus, we uh, thank you so much for being that third party that stood in for us where we should be. But you're so good, you're so kind that you help us with solutions even though we create the problems. Help us to be more like you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said, Amen and Amen. Help your children. Don't let them fall by the side of the road. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.